Welcome back to First Focus, a podcast of First Presbyterian Church of Columbia. Purpose to update the church with current news and events happening within the ministry of our church. I'm your host, Troy Cash, and today with me is special guest, Ken Wingate. Ken, how are you this morning? I'm doing well, Troy. Welcome very much to be here this morning and feel the pleasure of uh, having this conversation. Yes. I'm so excited. Well, Rally Sunday is quickly approaching, and you wear many hats among our congregation, as they say, in my neck of the woods. Today, you have on your hat of the uh, chairman of the Adult Education Committee. Is that correct? That's correct. Uh, As a member of the session, I've been blessed to lead this group of individuals this year. And uh, Rally Day is a longstanding tradition at First Pres. We at the start of the, I'll call it the semester, sure. uh, using the school terminology, sure. get ready for the young people, the elementary, the youth, mm-hmm. to transition, to rally. And of course, rally just means uh, definitionally to gather and to organize anew. So it's the start of a new thing. Yeah. And uh, it's very exciting this year because we missed last year. The rally day bell, so to speak, we have not heard in two years. Wow. And so this will be uh, the first time in a long time wow. and a very welcome sound. A rally day bell. I'm looking forward to it. It's uh, 10 o'clock a.m. Of course, the Sunday school hour uh, rests in the middle between the morning worship services. Right. Uh, so from 10 until 10.50 a.m. every Sunday during the school year, uh, the classes. And this morning we're here to talk primarily about the adult classes, sure. those 13. But right. we'll gather and have fellowship, and have prayer together, and have a time of teaching, and it's a deep, deep blessing, and a way to grow in grace. It's a huge part, I think, of Christian discipleship. Absolutely. So you mentioned that our focus is going to be here detailing the different classes that are available for adult education. Do you want to speak a little bit on each class? Sure, I'd be glad to, certainly from an overview standpoint, first of all. uh, Most of these classes are classes that have been in place for a number of years. So we're returning in a sense to the format and to the number of classes that we had prior to the COVID-19 time. Mm -hmm. Uh, But among them, we have a list of large classes and small classes. Uh, So some are lecture style, some are more discussion style. Certainly many focus on a book of the Bible. Uh, There are various classes that will study, for example, the book of Luke or of Hebrews or the Acts of the Apostles. And there are others that are going to be looking at Old Testament books, uh, Ezra, Nehemiah, Esther. And then likewise, we have some topical classes. Uh, There's a very exciting class um, generically on the topic of uh, apologetics, Mm -hmm. and uh, it's entitled Defending the Faith. Mm -hmm. And this semester and this year, we'll look at How do we engage the culture biblically? And uh, what are issues that are out there in society that Christians face and need to be able to address and understand? Uh, There are also classes related to discipleship. Uh, This this year, the Gateway class, which meets in the Family Life Center, Mm. will be looking at the broad topic entitled, What Does the Bible Say About Discipleship? Mm. and looking at different topics of fellowship Mm. and of growing in grace and of managing conflict and many of the things that are what many would consider basics of the Christian life and yet addressed from a biblical standpoint, looking at certain passages topically. So 
books of the Bible, again, topical classes. There's something here for everyone, and yeah. everyone has a place. Sure. What I uh, really appreciate about this lineup of classes is that it kind of covers, if you will, aspects of the whole of the Christian life. It really does. There's information here for people who are coming into faith and are really wanting to understand uh, what, what is the Bible? Yeah. What does the Bible say about God, about mankind, about sin, about the soul's greatest need? And on the other hand, there are many disciples, members of the church, so to speak, who have been walking with Christ maybe for decades upon sure. decades upon decades yeah. and still digging and mining and looking for something new. Troy, there's a beautiful passage in Isaiah 66, it's verse 2, that the Lord says, this is the one to whom I will look, the one who is humble, Mm. contrite of spirit, and trembles at my word. Mm. And that focus from a Sunday school hour standpoint is just digging into the word of God and treasuring everything that is buried there in it to feed our souls. Yeah, so we are gathered around the Word of God during even our Sunday school hour, and I know that it is uh, a a critical part of fellowship at First Press. Absolutely, and I think that's also a key element this year since we have, again, come out of the COVID season, Lord willing, and are focusing on in-person gathering. Certainly the classes will have their own option of offering Zoom for any who are not able or uh, don't feel comfortable attending in person. Sure. But by and large, we're emphasizing in-person gathering mm-hmm. because the fellowship, the yeah. sight of a friend or a new person we've yeah. not met before, uh, yeah. getting to know them over a cup of coffee before or after the class, hearing their prayer requests and praying together, yeah. the fellowship aspect is every bit as important mm-hmm. as the study time. And so it's a multi-purpose gathering that the rally is all about. Yeah. We are gathered around God's Word. Uh, We are gathered together in what the Scriptures refer to as koinonia fellowship. We're also growing in grace together, which comes on the heels of our summer lectures of of following Jesus. I think one thing to also consider about the classes is that Some of the classes, as we've mentioned, are topical. Some are books of the Bible. There are some of the classes that are segregated men or women. For example, the men's Bible class. Mm -hmm. Uh, Though if you slip into the chapel on a Sunday morning, you'll see a few (laughs) faithful, lovely ladies uh, seated there also who are warmly welcomed into the men's Bible class. Likewise, two of the classes, the remnant class, Uh, which Rosemary Thomas will be teaching on the book of Hebrews this year, is for women of all ages. And likewise, Lisa Higgins is going to be leading a women's Bible class that is for women of all ages. So most of the classes are not segregated by men versus women. Sure. Certainly are not segregated by age divisions. We do have a class for the college department uh, that Nate Seske and uh, Josh are going to be leading. But there's also uh, the Young Professionals, which is a little broader group, probably from college graduation up through, let's call it, say, the mid to late 30s. Sure. But then most of the other classes have a beautiful mix of 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s, and even 90s as the body Mm. gathers. Mm. 
And it's in getting to know younger people yeah. and encouraging them and getting to know older people mm-hmm. and cherishing the wisdom and the experience they've gained in life yeah. walking with Christ. It's the joy of seeing families grow and gather and change as we together as disciples mm. walk through the path that the Lord has put before us. And uh, this is one good means. It's not the only means, of course. Worship sure. is more important than the Sunday school hour as we gather to worship the Lord. And if we can only do one thing, I would certainly encourage individuals to come to a morning worship service. That's the main thing. And yet Sunday school is an enormous supplement to it. It is. Uh, And then, of course, we have some courses that are um, really informational. And uh, particularly, I'm thinking of our inquirers class, and so that is for new members. Would you mind to detail for those that might be listening who have just recently started attending our church and are really thinking about becoming a member or really just seeing what all our church and the Reformed faith is all about? Would you mind talking about the Inquirer's class? Sure. Pastor David Lawton and others lead the Inquirer's class. And as the name implies, it does not necessarily mean that one is ready to commit to becoming a member of First Presbyterian Church. Sure. It's inquiring about uh, what are the tenets of our faith. And for us as Associate Reformed Presbyterians, mm-hmm. we look to the Westminster Confession of Faith, the larger and shorter catechism, as the summary of the theology which we find embedded in the principles of Scripture. Right. And, of course, the Gospels, the Holy Scriptures are the basic tenets of our faith in and of themselves. But the Inquirer's class runs on a cycle. Uh, We offer it two or three times a year. Uh, So far, I understand from Pastor Lawton that we've got over 60 individuals who have expressed interest uh, starting on Rally Day in participating in this upcoming Inquirer's class. And it is highly encouraged to participate in the inquirer's class before becoming a member because it does go through, as I mentioned, highlights of the tenets of our faith. But beyond that, it talks a small amount about the form of government. What is the session? What is the diaconate? What are the roles of the pastors and and other officers of the church? And it also is a wonderful way, frankly, to get to know other individuals who are also newcomers Mm. to the church. And so everything from where are the buildings to what time do the services meet and the classes mm-hmm. to what other events such as Wednesday's center point and the prayer time on Wednesdays. Sure. Uh, when do those things happen? And so there's a lot of information there. Beyond the inquirer's class, there is on the electronic information board located on the ground floor of each of our buildings a beautifully laid out summary of which classes are meeting, which room location in which building, who are the teachers, what are the topics. That also has been published on the website and on the church app, also available through First Things. And so hopefully there would be an easy way for anyone to come in and find a class that looks to be inviting and interesting. Uh, Some of the classes are lecture style so that it's very I'll say uh, comfortable and easy, non-confrontational. Yeah. Uh, no one should ever feel like they're put on the point to speak up or ask a question yeah. or respond, giving an answer. Others are much more dialogue and discussion oriented by nature. Sure. 
And so there's there's a place for everyone, and yeah. everyone is welcome. And so those boards are located in every one of the church buildings, is that right? So in the bridge, of course, yes, the ministry building here where we're at, and I think all throughout the education building. That's right, over that in right? the education building yeah. as well. So it should be easy to find, and again, reference probably to the church website and to the church app. Absolutely. For most individuals would be the most handy and uh, easy to access sure. form of information. And for the Sunday school, for the adult Sunday school classes, I think everyone should be aware that, of course, nursery is provided. So it does help to think ahead, uh, perhaps, if there are questions about the nursery facilities, the nursery sizes, the protocols for cleanliness and hygiene and the like, to touch base with the church office. And uh, one could ask for Hannah Lampman, who does a beautiful job uh, ministering to our youngest learners. Absolutely. And then same thing for the elementary classes. And so every family with children of every age, from the mm-hmm. newest newborns right up through high school and college, is welcome but should have an easy time finding an appropriate class for every member of the family. Absolutely. And I'm so thankful that right now God has provided health so far for us to be able to continue on in rallying for this uh, season of education. Yes, uh, we'll be very flexible. We'll allow people, obviously, to do any form of distancing within the class, as I said earlier, to if they wish. Many of the classes may uh, offer a Zoom option that's up to each class and the teachers of those class and how they organize the flow of that 50-minute segment. Uh, But by and large, uh, very flexible, very welcoming, easy entry, and we invite all to come and gather. Well, that is wonderful information about our Sunday School classes. Do you have any other information that you would like to give to our members and listeners about our Sunday School Hour coming up? The knowledge that comes from studying God's Word Mm. is treasure that we lay up in our hearts. We never know when a season in life may come Mm. where a certain truth, a certain promise uh, is to be relied upon and is there Mm. for the keeping. Beyond that, the relationships that arise and develop and mature and in many cases go on for nearly lifelong. In my own case, uh, I have a special reason to love Sunday school. I came to faith wow. as a 12-year-old. I was a, our family uh, were members of a small Baptist church here in Columbia. And sadly, but not uniquely, I don't even remember the teacher's name. Uh, he was a yeah. kind, gentle, older man. Maybe he was in his 50s. He seemed old sure. to me. And... Yet patiently, he took a restless group of 12-year-old boys through Scripture lessons week after week. And again, what is God? And what is sin? And who am I? And who made me? And what is my purpose in life? And what is my soul's greatest need? And these truths began to dawn on me. And in God's love, I I came to faith by grace in uh, that Sunday school class. And so... Seeing the value of that, treasuring the memories of that is uh, part of the blessing for everyone who is willing to come Mm. and invest just a small amount of time, a small amount of effort, and enjoy the fellowship. And so I strongly encourage others to come. Yeah. Well, that's wonderful. And thank you for sharing your story with me. That's encouragement for any educators, whether they remain nameless or not. 
they have crowns waiting for them. They do, and and not just teachers. Certainly, there are teachers who've already volunteered, and sure. they are listed here. But every class needs some organizers, someone to help yeah. take up the missions yeah. offering that we collect in the Sunday school hour to count the people in the class to welcome new visitors or new members into the class to organize fellowship gatherings outside of class to supplement the fellowship to be encouragers in the broadest sense of the word even to do service-oriented things maybe rearrange the chairs or to straighten up the room afterwards or to make sure that the sound equipment the computer equipment the technology is all in good order the microphones are working so every member has a ministry. Mm. Every believer is equipped to serve, and it's gifts of speech, perhaps, such as pastors and teachers. It's gifts of service of the sorts that we've just mentioned. Literally, there's a place for everyone, not just a warm seat and a comfortable spot, but also a place to serve and to be engaged and to use your own gifts and calling and the whole body working together I think is on beautiful display during that Sunday school hour because you can, if you have an eye for it, watch around the room and see all of the movement and activity and almost see the hand of God at work in the lives of his people, uh, building them up, knitting them together, Mm. growing the relationships. It's a beautiful thing to watch. Sure, uniquely serving with their uh, gifts from the Lord. That's wonderful. So, of course, we have our brochures that are entitled Fall 2021 Sunday School. It shows the hour 10 to 10.50 a.m. on Sundays, starting this Sunday, August 22nd, going through the end of the year. And uh, within that bulletin, you can see that if you would like more information about the classes, you can go to the website, which is firstprescolumbia.org slash Sunday school. And Ken, it looks like our elders listed here for adult education would be yourself, Mr. Bunch, and Mr. Haynes. Is that correct? Jack Haynes is the superintendent of education and has served in that role for quite a while. And he and a group of greeters are scattered around at the first floor entrance to each of the buildings. And then uh, Ansel Bunch is the elder in charge of the Christian Growth and Nurture committee of the session that means for the youth and elementary classes and then I chair along uh, serving on the education committee along with uh, Scott Diller, Ryan Hudson and Jerry Brewer so together this group of volunteers these are all volunteers of course love Sunday school love all that it stands for Mm. and encourage everyone to come. Well we thank you for your service not only your service but your servant leadership as well. Thank you. All right. Thank you, Ken. And of course, thank you for everyone who is listening. Our hope is that you will continue together to be built up as the body of Christ until we all attain to the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God to mature manhood, to the measure and the stature of the fullness of Christ. Thanks for joining us here on First Focus. If you'd like to stay connected with our show and be made aware of new episodes as they're released, download our app, FPC Cola, on the App Store or Google Play. We hope that you'll join us again next time. I'm Troy Cash, and until then, God bless.